Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. Ah, yes. are listening to the recovery radio podcast on kmb3 i am a member of alcoholics anonymous and i will be your host you can email me at sarcasticbigbook at gmail follow me on instagram at sarcastic.aa.book Check out my website, recoveryradiokmp3.com. And to get the books, go to sarcasticbigbook.com. And as always, so glad you're here with me right now. I don't know if your day's just getting started or it's just winding down or it's somewhere smack dab right in the middle, but here we are, you and me, and I am glad for that. Very grateful. I have no desire to drink today tell you right away i'm in an incredible mood i have an amazing guest i'm going to introduce in just a second i do have a piping hot cup of french roast coffee from trader joe's mixed with some don francisco's hazelnut it's right here i'm going to take a sip like a psycho check this out i'm gonna drink it out of a funnel watch this I am with someone I call Twin, and she calls me Twin as well. I met her on Zoom, and the reason we call each other Twin is because we're both sober for a very long time. We're both happily married. We're both loving sobriety. We're both having a, a so much fun, and it's kind of unusual in a way. Sometimes we both feel like we're um, kind of alone out there, loving it, having an incredible experience, got sober young, not battling life. And so she and I have ridiculous conversations. I'm going to introduce her to you right now. I call her twin, but you can call her Hillary. Good morning, Hillary. How are you today? I'm so good. I'm so good, and I'm so happy to see you. I'm so happy to see you, too. Um, so, for people don't, who don't know, um, what year did you get sober? I got sober uh, September of 1992. Right. And so, a while ago. And I was 20. You were 20. Yes. And... Tell me what, what that was like getting sober at 20. What made you get sober? Was it just walk me through that? Um, I just hated my life. I hated who I had become. Everybody in college, you know, it's tough when you're young. You know this because you're expected to be a certain way. It's not looked at as really abnormal if you're partying. But I always knew I was different. I, I was isolating. I literally hated myself. I hated, I saw myself becoming a person I hated, and um, and 
change, but I wasn't sure what. And, and when I came home from college, my mom was in recovery. And I had no idea why she was doing that, but I decided to just go check it out and try to see what it was about. And and then I started really, really hearing things and relating. And and then one night, I just, and I knew, I knew I had to change my life. It was that or I was going to die. I was, every day was another dangerous situation for me. And, um, and although it was very difficult to get sober so young because nobody my age was doing it, there is literally not a day that goes by now that I am not incredibly grateful that I did it so young. Right. Incredibly grateful. Were there a lot of young people when you were getting sober? Where you got no, sober? No, no. I mean, I got sober in Washington, D.C. area, and um, it was a lot of primarily old people. A lot of, I mean, I dealt with like a lot of old, old men. <laughs> um, there was a young crowd that I did finally find, but um, I didn't, I was just, from the minute I got sober, I didn't like a lot of what, I was felt a little different, because I was like, I'm not, I'm not doing this to be miserable, I'm not going to do this and stay miserable, there's no possible way, um, and so I sort of sought out people, I kept seeking out the laughter, sort of. That's what I sought out. I didn't know what exactly what I was looking for, but I was drawn to the people who laughed, and that's who I ended up really, really getting, becoming part of my life. So, I mean, before I talk about mostly what it's like today, you know, what happened yeah. to what it's like now, mm-hmm. was that hard, getting sober when you were one of the only young people and there were a lot of old men? Yeah. This is the longest. This is the longest time you and I have ever had a serious conversation. <laughs> That's what's so funny. That's what's so funny because you and I, like, we don't you talk. And I can go two weeks without talking, and then we text each other something absolutely ridiculous, and then it just puts the biggest smile on my face, and then I just go about my day. <laughs> it's 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 really weird having a serious conversation. <laughs> it is weird. We. I think actually thinking about it, I think it's the very first time we. <laughs> this, is, this is a big deal, twin. 
I'm thinking, I don't know. I didn't I don't know anything about her. <laughs> we never talk about anything real. <clears throat> we, ne- we never yeah. talk about it. Yeah. We yeah, you, but, we we usually are saying things so ridiculous that I am roaring. I mean, ridiculous. Like I have twins. When we text about, I literally have. I have tears coming out of my eyes. I am laughing so hard. You know what? And, and sometimes it just makes me laugh thinking. Like I laugh at myself as I'm texting you something, thinking of you reading it. Like, how ridiculous can I make this to make him laugh the hardest? Well, I mean... It's the same. It's the same. It's weird having a serious conversation with you. But I want to... (laughs) We used to to go on Zoom meetings and we would try to make... (laughs) This is not this is not good Zoom etiquette. This is probably why we don't no. go to Zoom meetings together anymore. Thank but God we, we don't live in the same in the same state. It would be bad. But we yeah. we try to make I remember I would just try to make you break, you know, to make you laugh, to put I mean, something on the screen that would make you and do you not, the, mean, the times I made you a, Go ahead. <laughs> Yes, I do. We both had to share, and whoever laughed the most yeah. lost. Yeah. And I lost. I actually lost. I remember what I sent you to, but I cannot repeat it here. But it's no, absolutely no, no, no. It would never repeat anything ever. What we say, to anybody. I mean, our poor spouses—they love us. They knew what they were getting into. They love us. They, they, lo- they know. So I mean, I mean. Listen, I, I do want to talk about like one of the huge reasons why um, I'm so attracted to your sobriety is that it's not fussy. You don't you you can you talk about your relationship with God? I mean, you are you are so present. I I believe that God, I believe that God is here in this very moment, and that if I'm in this moment, this is where God is, and therefore that's a perfect moment, as it is, regardless of what's around me. I'm sitting here in my car; it's raining. I don't care of anything coming up in the next moment or what just happened. I'm just so happy to be here with you, God, you, me, and God. That's it, right here. And to me, I really, really look at it, it, it as a God. God, for whatever reason, like heard my prayer on 20, September 26, 1992, out in the middle of I don't even know what city I was in, somewhere around Washington, D.C., and I just prayed, and I said, God, I can't live this way anymore. Please, please, can you help me? And I don't think I'd ever really prayed before other than for a boyfriend or something like that, you know, like nothing real, nothing real. And I haven't had a drink since, and I don't believe that's a coincidence. And I believe that God gave us these lives, and 
love you so much because you love joy. Yeah. And it, you say the most important, the one thing I always repeat to people, joy is the highest praise of God. It truly, it really is. I really believe that. I believe that too. I got that from Emmett Fox. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a, tr- it's very, very, I feel that in me. Like yes. I, I believe that we were, we are not, we don't get, and when it comes to sobriety, it's like we, we get these, these new lives. And so for me to walk around and being, be like sad and live in the problem and battling and frustrated all the time or angry or resentful like and not laughing like that to me is like a a prison sentence like that doesn't that's not what i don't i don't believe that's what god wants i i don't believe god god saved my life for me to feel like i'm battling my life right i agree with you so it's a very simple thing i feel like it gets very overcomplicated these days with sobriety and i realized that like i didn't i wasn't always at this place and i realized that it's you know almost 30 years later so i get that but it's like to me today it just becomes simpler and simpler yes and simpler oh my god it's so wonderful talking to you because i'm having the same experience and it's just it's feels good to hear yeah it's getting better yeah, and, and, for me, it's getting better and better. It keeps getting better and better. And what is amazing is that I have noticed that, it, like you said, sometimes I do feel like I'm kind of living on a different planet. I don't, like, I sometimes feel, we've talked about this, it's almost a lonely feeling sometimes. Because, yeah. um, but it's almost like, so it's almost like the closer I get to God, in a way, sometimes then I lose more connections with people that I was like, it, it, yes. I almost lose, it's, it becomes a little more lonely in a weird way, but yes. it's not a loneliness. It's, it's filled with God. It's not a loneliness, but it is sort of like a disconnect. I just, but that's part of growth. I mean, that's part of it. I don't want that to change. I don't either. I, I'm just so excited to see half your face right now. <laughs> I have to. I have to go. We're going to have to have you back on. This will just be part one of this because I have so many more questions for you. I'm going to have you on for the next show too, if that's okay with you. I would come back whenever and okay. wherever, whenever you ask me to. Okay. Anytime. I love you so much. I love you too so much. Was there? Is there anything you would say to somebody who is uh, new or kicking the tires of AA or having a hard time? If you had to say one thing to them. Yes. And and do what they're doing because the the people who are laughing are going to be are the people who are free. Yes, that's <laughs> so beautiful. All right, I have to go, but I, I love, love you, you so much. Um, okay. I I'm going to let you go. I'll talk to you later. somebody that I follow on my Instagram page if you want to get in touch with her sarcastic.aa.book if anybody needs to hear it I will say that everything is okay and I will have her back again next time and meanwhile
while. I do not know why my life was sad, but I am going to go try to live a life that was worth saving. And I hope you'll do the same.